0: Welcome to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 166, Triangulation, Gossip, and Flying Monkeys. It's December 20th, 2023. I'm your host, Lisa A. Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, and so on. I am also a member of the Newsweek Expert Forum. What I do is I help people be happy, healthy, and well-loved, even when life is extremely difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast and none of my content constitutes medical or therapy advice in any capacity. My music is by Howie Moskovich. triangulation gossip and flying monkeys oh my heavens people what do they have to do with each other well i'm gonna let you think about that for just a few minutes while i give some some house take care of some housekeeping items that i always address before i get into what am i talking about First of all, please go to my website and enter my giveaway because, of course, you would love to make me happy (laughs) and you could win a prize. I'll take care of that sometime in January, February 2024, which is right around the corner. Uh, Next, my disclaimer, I am not a medical professional. I'm not a therapist. Clearly, I'm not a licensed therapist or medical professional, nor am I an unlicensed one. Nothing I say is intended in any way to be medical or therapy advice. You, as a consumer, should get your medical or therapy, therapy advice from a licensed provider. Next, if you know anyone in the deaf or hard of hearing community, please let them know I do have transcripts for all of my podcasts on rss.com. And by the way, for you hearing people who are listening to this podcast, transcripts can be very helpful for you. Very helpful. That's actually why I got them together with my IT guy in 2022, was at the request of a hearing person. Last but not least in any way, if you are feeling suicidal, if life is too hard for you, if you feel like you can't go on or you've been self-harming or over-medicating or really struggling, I am asking you to call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or call or text 988. That number again is 1-800-273-8255 or call or text 988. What I promise you is number one, there's a lot of help available. And number two, if you really listen to my podcast and started to understand how you got put together and how much, how many really traumas you've had, you would start to change your feelings. You would start to feel proud of yourself and you would start to realize you've really, you've really done a good job. So take the help that's available. All right, triangulation, gossip, and flying monkeys. Hmm, how do these things go together? Have you figured it out? Well, you keep thinking about that. I will. I will tell you in a minute here. But this is part of neuroplasticity of the brain. If you are think, if you haven't figured out triangulation, gossip, and flying monkeys, how they go together, then this is uh, an example of how you could you know, employ neuroplasticity because you're actually thinking, hmm, how do they go together? Well, for starters, you probably might not know what triangulation is because that's a new term for me as of 2023. I know we're learning all these great things. So triangulation in this form, in this context, refers to, uh, in relationships. So I'm not talking about triangulation in terms of how you set up your stove, your refrigerator, and your sink in a triangle. This is about relationships. And what it means in psychology is it's a communication pattern where one person avoids direct communication or interaction with another, instead using a third person as an intermediary. Now, This can obviously create misunderstandings and conflict and it is frequently done frequently, not always, but frequently done as a tactic of manipulation by narcissists, abusers, psychopaths, anti-social personality disorder people and others who have bad intentions. Now in Manipulation in a situation where manipulation is going on. Uh, Try what triangulation does is it gives the abuser or the manipulator power and control. And in abusive relationships, if you if you're familiar with domestic abuse or domestic violence, they have a fabulous power and control wheel on the internet. You can find. I'm not. I don't remember who who originated, but it's very common in domestic abuse. You find it all over the web, and triangulation is a tactic of abusers. Now, triangulation also happens in an innocent sense, like not, not like with malicious or nefarious intentions, but it is frequently done with intention and with malice. So what the triangulation actually does is it exploits an interaction between two people who are not directly communicating. And that strategy, this is a strategy, triangulation now, is a strategy that emotionally unstable people use to influence a situation. And it is definitely not ha- healthy. Now I'm talking about intentional triangulation. And I think when you, we go through this whole podcast, I think it would just, it's just really, it's food for thought. And I hope that all of my podcasts are helping you to start think about things that maybe you've never thought about before. Certainly, I hope they're empowering you. Certainly, I hope they're helping you be happy. And the more you understand about the dynamics of people in life, the more powerful you can be in your own life. So I want to give you an example between Bob, Mary, and Sue. Now, Bob communicates, to to make this a little bit um, more clear, Bob communicates information to both Mary and Sue. However, Mary and Sue do not directly communicate with each other. Bob gives Mary and Sue misinformation and lies to each of them to create a conflict and maintain control. So that's what frequently happens, is whoever's the manipulator is not being truthful and is using the lack of communication between two of the parties to manipulate, be lying, and be and being deceitful. So that gives you the flavor of triangulation. Now, in an innocent way, someone may just not have talked to. So we could take Bob, Mary, and Sue. Let's take it in an innocent sense. Mary and Sue don't talk to each other, but Bob's not intentionally lying. And and Mary and Sue, you know, finally get together, and they realize, oh yeah, everything's copacetic. That's not that's not triangulation. Regulation triangulation is when there's some manipulation and there's some exploitation, um, but there are situations where you have three or more people and they're not all talking to each other. That doesn't necessarily mean there's triangulation, but so you get the idea. There's exploitation, manipulation, and it's definitely not a good thing. So I want to lay out gossip, even though I'm sure you all are very familiar with gossip. Gossip in the dictionary is a noun. Now, one definition is rumor or talk of a personal, sensational, or intimate level, intimate nature. Number two, a person who habitually spreads intimate or private rumors or facts. And three is trivial, chatty talk or writing, conversational reports about other people, other people's private lives, that might be unkind, disapproving, or true. Emphasis on the word might might be. So you know what gossip is. You definitely, I think everybody knows what gossip is. All right, now what about flying monkeys? Well, if you've listened to all of my podcasts, you would you would already know what flying monkeys are, uh, but you may not have listened to all of my podcasts. You meet me a newbie, or this this might be one of your early ones. Anyway, flying monkeys, flying monkeys. From what I can tell from the research, is the term in psychology that some therapists or clinicians use to describe behaviors that an abuser, a psychopath, someone with the antisocial personality disorder or borderline personality disorder, or otherwise it's just abusive and not well, will use in uh, with intention. They will recruit and use other people or situations to do their bidding. So the term comes from... I think the uh, Wizard of Oz, the Wicked Witch of the West, the Flying Monkeys did all her the bad stuff for her. So they it's often used to isolate, alienate, and harass another person. Now, this is used in smear campaigns. So I do have a podcast on smear campaigns where I talk about flying monkeys. And it's used in smear campaigns, but it's not limited to smear campaigns. It can be used in other activities like triangulation where triangulation could be combined with a smear campaign against one person or entity or something in, in the triangle triangulation situation. So flying monkeys, though, these are people or, or they're, it's something, but it's usually referring to people. Flying monkeys, these people may or may not know the truth. Some flying monkeys are innocent and they do not know that they are spreading lies. They just don't know. And there are other flying monkeys who actually know, they know, they're not, they're not good. And neither, neither case is good. And, and there are reports I've seen on the internet where someone was a flying monkey later discovered the truth and felt really bad. And that's, that's reasonable, right? Part of the reason for doing podcasts and for you to open your eyes and become self-aware and paying attention is so that you don't feel bad in life. Because if you live your life a certain way, you're hardly ever going to feel bad because you're not doing things to hurt another person, unintentionally or intentionally. Now, there are people who are going to get hurt no matter what you do. I've addressed that in other podcasts. But flying monkeys may or may not know they may or may not know that they're spreading a, tr- a lie. Now, some, some, some of this, the smear campaigns, some, you know, some of this behavior is. Is an order for the abuser to criticize, undermine, victimize, or dehumanize their target, whoever they're going after. And And, and it's interesting because some people will actually rally behind the abuser. And we've seen, we've seen that in public cases where someone was arrested and people were like, oh no, they're really great. You know, and, and there's, there's plenty of examples of that. I don't need to, I have one in my cliff notes, but I'm not even going to get into it. So we're going back to the, 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 the title of this podcast, triangulation, gossip and flying monkeys. What's the connection? Well, I've been talking for about 10 minutes, almost 11 minutes. Have you have you figured it out in your mind's eye? Well, I'm going to give you the definition of linchpin. Linchpin is a noun, and if you're not familiar with linchpin, it's a central cohesive element or one that serves to hold together parts or elements that exist or function as a unit. So the linchpin is like the critical point. Now, in, in domestic abuse, no, and domestic violence, but domestic abuse or domestic violence. Economic abuse, in my opinion, is the linchpin. And I say that because economic abuse, according to the research available, economic abuse is involved in between something like 94 to 96% of domestic violence cases. I'm certainly well aware that economic abuse is involved in domestic abuse that does not involve violence. So it seems that economic abuse is the linchpin or a linchpin for domestic violence. So in this situation, triangulation relies on gossip. It relies on, you know, people talking and and saying gossip. And flying monkeys rely on gossip. So whatever happens, if we take out the gossip, if we remove that piece, then what happens to triangulation? Or what happens to the reach of the flying monkeys? Well, it seems to me there'd be no reach or it would, it would all but disappear. So I am of the uh, opinion. And by the way, like the universe, since my car accident is sending me like downloads of content, like I can hardly keep up with it. And this idea, triangulation, gossip and flying monkeys came like that. Like it wasn't on my list. Well, triangulation was on my, my mental list. Um, Flying monkeys was not, you know, so I think that this is something that must be said because it's just, you know, shows up in my space. So let's take a look at the the deeper look or a little more more than a superficial look at gossip. So I did peek at the research about gossip because, of course, you know, I, I like to do that. I like to make sure I give you the most current factual information and terms. And it was very interesting because not all of the research says that gossip is bad. So if you go rooting around in gossip, you will find that there are some positive things said about gossip. For example, it helps people get information and it is a way to spread information. Yes, that that is true. That's true. And so if it's spreading helpful, valuable, truthful, positive information, then that's a good thing. And there are cases where that's not the case. So gossip is not necessarily 100% bad. So just so you know, I'm, and I'm not saying gossip is 100% bad myself. I was simply taught if you can't say anything good about somebody, don't say anything at all. And then later in life, I realized that in the, the Catholic faith considers gossip a sin. Now, it really does. Like I'm not telling you, maybe not all priests feel that way, but I've been to enough penance services where they listed gossip as one of the sins prior to confession. So I'm fine with you gossiping. You go gossip all you want. I don't really don't care. But I do want you to have some thoughts about this if you are going to persist or continue. These are things you should consider about gossip. Number one, people who gossip are typically not viewed as trustworthy. And that's just a fact because after all, if you'll talk about other people when they're not there, you're probably gonna talk about them when they're not there and people don't want that. People want you to hold their confidence. They want you to be trustworthy if they're gonna be friends with you. I mean, unless they're just, you know, oddballs out but for most people almost everyone if they're want, if they're going to have friends and this applies to co-workers too this is not just personal friends people want trustworthy friends they want they're not going to you know want to hang around who wants to hang around a liar and a cheat nobody so you have to consider the impact on your reputation number one uh, number two it really kind of makes you look a little bit like you don't have a life. Why aren't you talking about yourself? Why aren't you talking about what's going on with you? Or at least asking the person or whoever you're talking to, what's going on with them? Like it does make it look like you might be a little shallow. You might be. Number three, um, people, if you get the reputation of being a gossip, so there's gossiping and then there's the people who have that, that, branding that they're a gossip people will like literally shun you they will shun you because they will not want you to know anything about them and I know that people look at it that way because I I had somebody tell me one time oh yeah well she's okay because we know she's not a gossip we know who the gossips are in the neighborhood and I was like oh wow yeah okay so it's not just that you're going to be viewed as less trustworthy or not trustworthy, some people, if they figure out that you are a gossip, they are going to shun you. And you will be shut out of certain posses, friend groups and activities because nobody wants the known town gossip or the known neighborhood gossip or the known whatever work group gossip to to know their business. People just don't like that. And, And you often might not know if what you're saying is true or not true or half true. I mean, unless you hear it directly from the source, you might be spreading lies or misinformation. And on top of that, I'm going to just make it worse and pile on. When you are talking to someone, you are hearing everything they say through your own filters. So I had this major, massive near-fatal car accident, right? So everyone's interacting with me through their own filters. They're assuming I'm depressed. I'm not depressed. I haven't been depressed. Do you think I could put out content like this if I was depressed? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean that's a good that's a good question. But I'm not depressed, but people are projecting. If they were in my boat, they'd be depressed. Well, yeah, if people were in my boat for their entire life, my entire life, they'd be they'd be probably, you know, worse than depressed. So when people are talking to you, you're hearing things not necessarily In the way that they're saying them. I mean, I got myself off of pain medications in early October. It's December and people are still saying, well, how's the pain? Well, hello, people. I wouldn't have taken myself off of pain medications in early October if I was still having pain. You know, we're two months out from that. Like get with the program. But people have their own ways of hearing things. So on top of the fact that you might not know if it's true or not true or half true, and you might be spreading misinformation, you're listening through your own lenses and filters and a lot of you have irrational thinking, so you're distorting things. I mean, I, I really have found it like, why, why are people saying, am I still, like, why are people asking about that? I thought everybody knew. Pain meds, were done. I mean, what, what, why are people asking me about that? Like, I don't, well, because it's their own stuff. So gossip has an impact is what I want you to think about. It has an impact on you. And and it, and it's unlikely that it's positive. I mean, but, you know, you just should consider all of the ramifications for yourself in your own life. So I really believe in my humblest of opinions that gossip is the linchpin for both triangulation and flying monkeys. And these two situations... Flying monkeys and smear campaigns or however they're used in triangulation can be devastating. And in fact, some cases it can be fatal. Like if somebody found out where I was living or, you know, like I could be dead. Like that's no lie. And I, you you don't have to have, how many law enforcement officers do you have to have, get instructions from before you get the message and go, hmm okay so it could have devastating consequences and do you want to be involved in that well if you're a flying monkey and you unwittingly are passing and spreading lies you are involved in that you are absolutely an enabler so i want to give you two examples before i move on one just to really make this front and center and you can see this triangulation in my opinion is common extremely common but if you don't have the distinction, like I didn't learn about triangulation until earlier this year that I was like, holy, holy Toledo. This is how some, this is how some abusers are so successful. So here's example number one. An abuser tells his parents that his wife does not want them to come visit. That's gossip because the wife is not on the conversation. It's gossip and triangulation because, first of all, the wife is not involved. The husband is telling his parents that, and the wife's not involved. So there's the triangulation, and it's gossip, and it's not true. happens to be a lie. This abuser has now successfully divided his wife, so he's isolated her. Isolation is absolutely a tactic of uh, domestic abuse and abusers, and he's isolated his parents from his wife so now he has full control he can lie to both his wife his parents and his wife and and he's creating this drama and this this uh, this vicious storm so now the parents are hurt and offended and they don't like the wife and the wife she loves the his parents and she can't figure out why they're not coming to visit. She sent them cards and notes and pictures of the kids. And, you know, despite her re- request, she just she can't figure out what's going on. Well, there you have it. Like in the end, maybe she finds out. And of course, if if you... Are trying to fi- fi- figure out things that don't make sense. There are things you need to know. Triangulation would be helpful. Trauma bonding would be helpful. There are a lot of psychology things that could help you sort out confusing situations. That's example one. Example two: an abuser u- successfully uses triangulation to isolate family members so they not so they cannot compare notes and figure out that the abuser has been running a con. Having been successful in the isolation aspect through triangulation, the abuser can now engage in a massive smear campaign against the target because the abuser now has separated people. And now he's pitted them against each other, pitted one, one group of people against the target. Now he has flying monkeys. So, and had anyone known that triangulation was in play... And false lies, and it was malicious. Well, then they could have been talking to each other, and they could have sorted it out. But most people, myself included, were not hip to triangulation, right? Like we're some of us are just like innocent lambs to the slaughter. I hate to tell you, not so much any war people. know. I'm, I'm getting you hip. Like no more lambs to the slaughter here. So, but what we need to be doing is really openly talking about some psychology terms. So that people can have power because this, my podcasts are about you having power in your life and there's no power if people can use um, triangulation or flying monkeys or trauma bonding or anything against you and take you out of the game. So I understand that gossip for almost most instances is a problem and it's not healthy and it's not good. Even if you're saying good things, say that to the person. So what could you talk about? Before I get into what what my final recommendations are, I'm going to give you a list of ideas of things you could talk about instead of gossiping about other people. Because I do like to solve your problems for you people. I do like to give you ideas and give you suggestions. So here we go. You could talk about your life. You could talk about their life. You could talk about you know just the people you are with. You could talk about your goals or their goals, your dreams or their dreams. You could talk about what inspires you and they could say what inspires them. You could talk about events like current events, politics, religion. I know that's not recommended, (laughs) but that would not be gossip if you're talking about a current event, uh, in my opinion. You could talk about where you want to be in five years. You could talk about the hobbies you have and they could say they have hobbies. You could share what your bucket bucket list looks like. And if you don't have one, you guys could create one. And if they have one, they could tell you what's on theirs and you could steal some of their ideas. You could talk about what you do for fun or your favorite shows or where you would like to travel or what you would do if you won the lottery or what you're proud of about yourself and your life or or something, hopefully you have things you're proud of. You could talk about your favorite food, favorite music, favorite musicians, favorite comedians. You could talk about what you will commit to do to improve your life and in the coming weeks and months. Like you could make that commitment in the conversation. You could talk about what you like about yourself, your favorite jokes, your favorite games. You could talk about three items you would take if you were stranded on a desert island. You know, that's 20 ideas for you right there. And those could be some very fun and very engaging and very interesting conversations where you are not gossiping about other people. It's not that hard, people, you know. So what would be even better is you have these rich conversations, meaningful conversations, and your friend or family member or co-worker, whoever you're with. So instead of gossiping, you have one of those conversations. Then at the end you say, that's fantastic. I'm so happy for you now. How can I support you in being successful in that? How can I support you in being successful in your life? How can I support you in making progress in your life? See, that would be incredibly different, incredibly different. So you do whatever you want about gossip. That's your choice, it's your life. I have no skin in the game. I I do know you can you can train people not to gossip because I do know. I had uh years ago had uh one or two people that were just they were just like Gossip City. And I uh just decided like that I just I don't want to hear that. So I I finally said uh, um you know, this is gossip and I really it's a sin. I when I go to confession, I don't want to hear it. So I don't want to talk about that, and and then the next thing they brought up what was more gossip. So I said oh, that sounds like gossip too. And eventually this one was like, oh well, it's all gossip. I said, well, I'm just telling you this is how I feel about it. There's lots of things you and I can talk about, and blah blah blah. She wasn't happy, and I don't care that she wasn't happy. And eventually though, she was well trained where she would start saying something. She go, oh never mind, that's gossip. Yeah, like small, gossip is small-minded stuff in my opinion. So you can train people, however, not to gossip with you. I mean, they will go gossip with, I mean, I know that woman, she gossiped with everybody else in her life, but she got the message. I don't want to hear it. So here's some suggestions. Number one, wake up, be awake, be awake to triangulation moving forward. Like this is a great term. Like this could really help you. It could really protect you actually and have some heightened sensitivity. And I'm actually talking about this in several of my recent podcasts, being mindful or present. You know, lots of my podcasts recently, this is a heightened thing because you want this amazing life, right? Yes, hopefully you do. So, you know, it's helpful if you're awake and aware to projection or you're awake and aware to triangulation or you're awake and aware to what's going on and your own how you how you're perceived so wake up and be aware my second suggestion is skip the gossip you do whatever you want but that's my recommendation because i think i've laid out enough of the impacts that i think are just they're just too big of a price to pay if people don't view you as trustworthy and don't want to be friends with you that's a price that's a price you're going to pay. All right. Number three, if, you're lo- if your life is not that interesting, then get busy, get some goals, get a life. You'll have plenty to talk about. I promise you, your self-esteem will go up. You'll feel better about yourself. And if you don't know what to do, start with self-care. Start with self-care and so- self-compassion. So get a life, get something to talk about that's about you. Like make your life worthy of a conversation. Number four, start looking for the truth. Start looking for the truth in your life, in your conversations with other people. I did a podcast in the last couple of weeks called What Is Your Evidence? And I'm a big truth person. The truth matters to me. It's like love and affection, truth. There are certain things that are really core to who I am and truth is one of them. So in that podcast, What Is Your Evidence? I go through like, I I care about the truth and I Do ask questions sometimes because I want to understand. So part of that is that and part of it is I want to understand people. But start looking for the truth. Number five, if you decide that gossip is not your cup of tea, you might have to train people. I suggest that you will because otherwise you'll be out to lunch with people or dinner or whatever and it will start and you'll feel very uncomfortable. If you really have a strong commitment not to gossip, you're going to feel uncomfortable and and you won't feel comfortable most likely at a dinner, at a luncheon with multiple people saying hey this is all gossip I'm I'm leaving you know no I you could do that <laughs> I've, I've never done that but I've been uncomfortable but I, have, I haven't done that I mean you know try to spare people's feelings but you can train people and I do recommend that if you decide gossip is not for you so the other thing is you know really start listening to what's being said really really start listening and if someone's saying something negative something mean or something cruel you just really want to start being introspective and, and pause and wonder and go, hmm, I wonder if that's true. Because you would not want to willingly be a flying monkey. I don't think. Or I don't think you would willingly want to participate in triangulation or smear campaign or anything else like that. All right. Number seven. What will help you immensely in all areas of your life. Yes, yes, yes. Is learning emotional skills. Now, that's not something we're teaching in the world. It's not something that the world is good at. We are very low. We're like preschool with emotions in my opinion in the world. And I say that because our vocabulary for emotional words is limited to like, I don't know, maybe 20 words. I mean, it was a very limited, not expansive and you can see how many problems we're having with suicide and addictions and all kinds of, of, of mental health issues. These are all stem from not having emotional skills. The way to avoid addictions, the way to avoid mental health issues, the way to avoid, you know, suicidal thoughts and other problems is to have emotional skills. It's extremely helpful. So I do have a free workbook on my website. It's version 5.0. As soon as I can figure out this table of contents, which is kicking my kicking my butt, I did look at it this morning and I have some new ideas. I might have to just really pull out a page of text and retype it because it's just not taking the coding. But anyway, without the table of contents, it's still okay, still usable. Uh, it will just look better in the future when I add, a, add that. Um, so learn emotional skills. I am not kidding. It's free. It's on my website. This, by the way, is the things that we're talking about. With what you do in your mind. So I want to distinguish. If you go Google or look up on the internet steps to manage and process your emotions, what you'll find, what comes up, at least what comes up as of uh, I did. I gave a speech and uh, right after I got out of rehab in early November. So I had looked at it right before that week, before the speech, just to see if anything had changed. And you, what you'll find on the internet is punch a pillow, rip up a paper, draw a picture, cry, you know, stamp your feet, call a friend, you know, you'll find these physical things, which are not bad. I am not criticizing or belittling those ideas, but those are physical things that will help you feel better. And they might help you regulate your emotions a little bit, but they're not the processing, what you have to do in your mind. That's the managing and processing that happens in your subconscious and unconscious mind. That's what I'm talking about. That's a critical piece. And we know if you do not do that, those emotions will stay in your subconscious, unconscious mind until you deal with them. My next suggestion is just always, no matter what you do, take the high road. Like, take the high road. And if you're taking the high road by deciding, yeah, I don't think I really want to gossip anymore. It, listen, it, gossip is like a regular part of life. It's ubiquitous. It's very ubiquitous. So if you're going to take a stand and say, yeah, I'm not going to engage in that, People, uh, some people aren't going to like you. And they're not going to like it. Well, too bad. You have to live your life in a way that works for you. So take the high road, though. If you are the target of a smear campaign or um narcissistic abuse or some type of abuse my suggestion strongly is that you do not retaliate first of all if depending on who it is that those pe- some of those people that engage in this in this type of manipulation can be extremely dangerous like extremely you would you would be maybe surprised so uh, I I just uh, you know it, there's a lot of risk and retaliation doesn't make you look good So take the high road, even if like I mean I've had the worst, literally the worst things done to me. Even in the last three years, last last three years especially. And if the if I told people what people had done to me, people would be screaming. And some of those people who are engaging in those behaviors, they their reputations would be forever ruined. Forever. Now I'm not the kind of person that's gonna ruin someone's reputation. Why? Because as I discuss in my podcast called Throwing Yourself Under the Bus, those people have already thrown themselves under the bus. I don't need to throw them. I don't need to push them. People will put themselves under the bus all by themselves. They don't need my help. And I'm not a fan of retaliation in any regard. And I, I do believe in karma. I believe what goes around comes around. So those people will will face their maker or, you know, like the universe or somebody else will take care of that. That's not my job, nor do I engage in that. But I'm telling you, and by the way, some of the people who do those awful, awful things are so, they lack self-awareness so much so that they actually tell other people what they've done. Because they're, they're so out of it. They don't recognize how horrible they are. Like while I was in rehab, someone was telling me a story, all details removed. So you won't know who I'm talking about, of this woman who told her child, now the child was like 20, early twenties, that her, her child, this woman told her child that she was a loser. She would never amount to anything. You know, she might as well kill herself. She was worthless. Ho- horrible. Horrible, horrible stuff. And the, the the young woman, her daughter, did kill herself. Now, the, the mother told all these people what she had said to her daughter because she lacks self-awareness so much. So, oftentimes, the people who do these horrible things, the people who are involved in triangulation, the smear campaigns, and flying monkeys, they will tell people because they lack complete self-awareness. They tell on themselves and they don't even know what they've done. So I don't think you need to do that. You can. I know people that engage in retaliation and I kind of get away from them because I, don't, I really like to keep good people in my circle. And, you know, you just want good, stable people. So, you know, my, my suggestion is always take the high road. And, and if you're really now awake and aware, you might pause and go, hmm, I'm not sure that's true. And then don't repeat it. Like, or if you think triangulation is going on, get in action to say, hmm, what's going on? Remember the Bob, Mary Sue, you know, yeah, Mary and Sue should be talking and saying, you know, Bob told me you were, you were sick for a month. Is that true? No. Oh, it's not true. You weren't sick for a month or, you know, like get, start. Hang, wake up and pay attention to what's going on. Then you'll be able to catch triangulation or catch flying monkeys and not be involved because you don't want to, you don't want to get yourself involved in messy situations unless you like drama. If you like drama, yeah, go right ahead. Dive right in. This, this is the cesspool for drama and I'm not a fan of drama. All right. My last suggestion for you to wrap this up is one of the best things you can do for yourself. Best, 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 best is to focus on you. Focus on you having a great, amazing life, you know, have happiness in your life, have people who love you, have tons of love and affection. I know it does not have to be romantic love and affection if you don't want that. I haven't had romantic love in my life forever, but it's coming because it's on my list and that's what I'm having because I'm having what I want and (laughs) that's just the way it's going to go. Um, Hopefully... If not before 2024, and for sure 2024, but make your own life amazing. You'll have plenty to talk about. You won't need to gossip. And whatever you do, if you can make peace, P-E-A-C-E, one of your goals, then you'll like really start cutting things out. You'll cut out people who are drama queens and kings. You'll cut out people who you think are doing smear campaign. You'll just cut that stuff out. And especially you'll do that if you're focused on making your own life rich and amazing and beautiful and special. Like, why not? Or you could just kind of drift along. And either way, I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you with whatever you need. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're going to be paying attention and, and, and recognizing now, not only triangulation, not only the flying monkeys, but starting to evaluate, hmm, where is gossip in my life? All right, that's it for now. Love you. I'm Lisa Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 166, Triangulation, Gossip, and Flying Monkeys. I certainly, certainly hope... You have some new thoughts after this podcast. I hope you will be wide awake now to triangulation and see how how often it occurs, as well as being mindful about gossip and flying monkeys. I hope you're doing well. I would love it if you would share this podcast on social media or with people you love. I hope you're hanging in there. I do love you. Take care for now.